I saw Mandy Fair and Dave McGraw back in 2018 at the Old Salem Hall in Turtle River, Minnesota. That is an old church that's been renovated into an event space, and it's situated in this sort of magical little spot tucked in the woods north of Bemidji. And wow, Mandy and Dave blew me away. The rhythms, the beats, the harmonies, it was funk, jazz, pop, folk, so good. Mandy can somehow make her guitar make you feel a wide array of different emotions. Her playing is buttery and smooth and specific and energized. It's just a groovy situation. And Dave, he kept those beats and rhythms honest and cool. And together, just two people, their instruments, and their soulful tunes transformed that church in the woods into some other thing. I will not forget it. And tonight, four years and a pandemic later, Mandy Fair and Dave McGraw, now known as Sway Wild, will be wrapping up their tour in Bemidji. This time they'll be at the Historic Chief Theater in downtown Bemidji. And after about a week of rest, Mandy is heading back out on tour with Allison Russell. I caught up with Mandy and Dave on the road earlier this week, and we talked about Sway Wild, representation of women in the role of lead guitarists, life on the road, their writing process, Allison Russell, and their connection to Bemidji. Why did you guys decide to change? Actually, I think first it was Dave McGraw and Mandy Fair, and then it was flipped <laughs> to Mandy Fair and <laughs> Dave McGraw, and now oh, it's Sway Wild. <laughs> own it yes that's so true you were you were part of the the journey on those i jokingly say like the seven glorious months of mandy fair and dave mcgraw um (laughs) but yeah basically we started doing some like instrumental switches where dave started jumping in behind the drums and him and i could communicate a little more musically with him on the drums and me on the electric guitar and it was like wow this starting this is starting to feel a lot more like a full band sound and like when people just see our names it might come across a little more like singer-songwritery and we felt like we needed a bit of a rebrand towards the more rock and stuff that we were leaning in towards and and we took a little bit of time off the road as well doing a, a sailing trip up in northwest um near kind of near vancouver island and the inside passage and had some perspective shifts came back from that trip and we were like we need to switch our name and then we recorded a full length our first ever final record as well under the name Sway Wild to just kind of get that name out there. Uh-huh. And then the pandemic thing happened. And so it was kind of like, we're like, rebrand, blah, blah, blah. And then it was kind of a little bit of hibernation after that. So we're, we've been so excited to be out on the road again at Sway Wild as a power duo. No kidding. How exciting. So where am I catching you to right now? We're in a suburb, a northern suburb of Chicago, actually, where I grew up. Um, we're doing a little like nostalgic return. I just drove past my childhood home um, and we're sitting in like a little park. It's the town of Deerfield, Illinois. So we're here heading towards Wisconsin. We spend the night outside of Madison tonight and then head into Bemidji tomorrow. Oh my gosh. So Dave, I'll get to you shortly. All right. I have questions for Mandy right now. <laughs> so I'm, I was reading about you getting this Fender when you were 16, this blue one that you play. Oh yeah. Yes. How old were you when you started playing? I don't, you know, there's a foggy moment in my brain of, I don't know if I was 14 or 15, but it was very 
soon after when I started learning that I switched to electric guitar. I had a teacher who was working with me who encouraged me to try electric because I was learning a bunch of like Grateful Dead and uh, Jimi Hendrix kind of classic rock stuff where he was like, you know, it'd be really cool to hear you do some leads on electric. And then my best friends from high school and their parents surprised me with a guitar on my birthday after volleyball practice. I came out and it was in the trunk of my car when I was 16 or in a trunk of somebody else's car. So it was just amazing. When did you realize this was going to be it for you? Probably around then. Honestly, it was funny. We were sitting around the coffee to or the dinner table with Dave's parents the other night, and his mom asked me or both of us, like, "Did you ever think that you'd be a full time musician or something to that degree?" And I wrote, and I said back to her, like, "Yeah, ever since I was like a teenager, I've just been. I'm a stubborn Italian, and when I get something in mind, I'm like, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and I've always just felt a really deep connection. Both Dave and I, I think he would resonate with this, like." just always a really deep like spiritual connection with what it feels like to be in a part of a concert and to be able to create that and make an evening around that with other music just feels like such an honor. Yeah. So here at the radio station, when we have music shows, we require programmers to have half female artists and half male artists cool. in every yes. in every music show that they do. And actually... It takes some finagling because uh-huh. for generations, I mean, if you go to any record store day, it's so many men in those old records, yep. especially. Yep. What is it like on the inside being a woman in really a male-dominated field and you're slaying? Yeah. What's it like on the inside? You know, yeah, it's so interesting. I was feeling a little quirky just now. I want to be like, oh, it, it's male-dominated? I didn't realize. Um, <laughs> but of course I realized that. That was actually, you know, I took it. In my teen, we're talking a lot about the teenage years. Maybe it's because I'm like back in the the womb of Illinois. Um, but I think it it really inspired me to be to kind of fill what I saw as a void as a kid when I would go to shows and constantly just see men shredding electric guitar and being like, "Why aren't there any women doing this?" And you know, later find out that there are women doing it. They're just not being lifted up, uh-huh. um, and there have been women doing it for hundreds of years, kind of thing. But I think. It's been it's been interesting and of course anxiety inducing and terrifying at times when you have when I was younger and didn't really understand the dynamic of how strong patriarchy is in mm-hmm. our country and in our world and it's been a journey and I've done a lot of growing through it and it makes me I think it's a really it's been a really good experience for me in regards to like feeling what it feels like to be kind of an outlier to a degree and it's been so much of the heart of my of my work of being like, no, women, women can do this too. Folks of all genders can do this too. And, you know, having a young woman in the crowd who comes up to me after a show and says, I want to learn electric guitar now that like melts my heart. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've done my duty if that happens. And just kind of re I feel like all of us right now are in this big shifting moment in time of rewriting the narrative. And I feel so grateful to have a a bit of a platform and to be supported too by my male partner who definitely like takes a step back in order to lift me up. Um, so I'm super grateful for that. So how did you two hook up? We met in the town of Flagstaff, Arizona in Northern Arizona back in 2010, pretty small music community there huh. and just started playing together in it. Perfect fit from the very, very beginning. Wow. So yeah, we're 12, 12 years in now. Oh my gosh. And now Dave, you met Mark Larson from Bemidji yes. in Australia? Yes, you, you know the, 
the lowdown. So when we were 20 years old, we met at a university down there and ended up traveling for almost two months together around Australia and New Zealand. And we've kept in touch ever since. Uh, gosh, we're coming up on close to 25 years now. And Mark was the reason we first came to Bemidji over 10 years ago, and it's just been great to keep connecting with him and his family and the wonderful community there that um, he's opened up for us. I'm talking with Dave McGraw and Mandy Fair. They make up the duo Sway Wild. They are going to be putting on a concert tonight in Bemidji. It starts at 7.30 at the Historic Chief Theater in downtown Bemidji. It is going to be the last concert of their tour, and then Mandy gets a break for about a week and heads off on tour with Allison Russell as her lead guitarist. Mandy, you're playing with Allison Russell, but I'm wondering, when you guys do your solo things, like, like what are you doing, Dave, while she's off? Yeah, good question. Um, last year when she started going out with Allison, I was taking advantage of the time to record some of my folky tunes at home. Mm-hmm. on San Juan Island, where we live. Um, but honestly, a lot of the time spent just keeping the business stuff afloat and uh, supporting her from afar and driving her to the Seattle airport from <laughs> San Juan Island. <laughs> a lot, of, lots a lot of, of time. Lots of time on I-5 and, you know, booking us awesome shows in cool towns like the Midi. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. how ex- how exciting. And then you get a week off, and Mandy, you're back to work. What is the path to becoming Allison Russell's lead guitarist? So Allison and both Dave and I go way back. Actually, the first show we ever played was opening for her and her band, Toe Girl. Oh, my gosh. Um, 12 years ago. 2010 is like that. So we've known them forever. Yeah. They've sang on multiple records of ours and actually brought us to Chicago back in 2011 to make our first album together. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Yeah, it was cool. It was great. And I played also in Birds of Chicago. I played guitar with JT and Allie. Mm We've been touring with them. And we've just kind of dovetailed in each other's uh, tours and processes here and in Europe. And um, so it's been really great to have that um, longtime connection continue to flourish. Absolutely love that. Well, as far as Sway Wild goes and your music together, the harmonies you two strike are just perfection. The lyrics are so visual. And each song, it seems like, is its own entire vibe. I wondered if you two could talk a bit about your process, your writing process. Yeah, the process is a lifelong learning curve of living and working together and uh, finding out how to bring out the best in one another and it's not always easy or pretty but ultimately hopefully the end result is uh what we're going for we write independently for the most part and then we will bring our songs to one another and they will like my songs will go through the mandy filter and vice versa but yeah i mean there's a fair amount of co-writing but that that kind of comes second mm-hmm. to bringing the seeds to one another, I would say. Yeah, and I'd say Dave's more of a pensive, pencil-in-hand notebook, like really thoughtful, stare out the window. Take forever. He's more patient than I am, I'll say that. Um, And I do, a lot of my writing I do while physically in motion, while walking, 
or running or like I'll be like recording little voice memos on my phone and then kind of piece them together. Sometimes it'll be musings that I have written in the morning when I do like morning journaling and stuff that piece together with that. But usually melodies come up for me when I'm on the move. That's when I find access to most creativity. So do you remember if there was a pivotal festival or some place that you played that really you you thought to yourself, holy, things are really changing for us? I feel like one, a show for us that sticks out to me, there's like a couple that come out for, for Sway Wild slash Dave McGraw Mandy Fair. Mm-hmm. I think when we played opening for Iron and Wine in Anchorage, Alaska, there, that was a moment when both Dave and I were like, oh my gosh, we're such big fans of Sam Beam and his writing and everything he does. And to be on that bill with him was such an honor. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a festival in Oregon, the Sisters Folk Festival, that has been such a near and dear place to our heart. I feel like the first time we played that festival, that was really um, shape-shifty for us. Mm-hmm. Do you, what do you... What do yeah, you and this is kind of a different answer to that question, but I was thinking of how we were in quarantine in the remote San Juan Islands for so long and how Mandy's first show was basically sold out at Central Park in New York City with Allison Russell and Lake Street Dive. Oh my gosh. To go from that experience of being home for so long to flying across the country to (laughs) just like, oh my goodness. Yeah. So. Wow. What is it like when you're standing on the stage in front of, you know, 50,000 people? You know, I wish I had a more uh, like fun answer for it. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But there's part of it that that kind of feels normal in a way, which I'm kind of like, wait, why is this normal? It's still (laughs) absolutely outstanding. And I think... I was talking about this with someone the other day, like they were asking a similar question of like, what was it like to stand on the stage at the Grammys and play? And it's absolutely like, this is my heart has always been calling for this since I was a teen. And just to be able to like be in that almost, it feels, it feels kind of like home in a way, which is wild. And I'm grateful because if it felt like terrifying, I'd be like, what am I doing with my life? And of course there are times when nerves happen and stage anxiety is real a hundred percent, but it feels like the songs kind of, when you're living in them so much and playing them on tour, playing them on the road all the time, the songs become the place that you're in. And then you just like bring the song to a different geography and then you're in it. And it's like this living, breathing thing. So I definitely had a moment when playing Nightflyer with Allison, Sister Strings and Joy Clark being like, wow, this is just, we're just playing this same song that we normally play, but like there's all these music celebrities in the audience dressed to the nines and we're just here witnessing each other um, and celebrating together. So it's, that's my long-winded. Fascinating. Freaking cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I thought it would be. Freaking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's Mandy Fair and Dave McGraw. They make up the musical duo Sway Wild, and they will be in downtown Bemidji tonight at the Historic Chief Theater. The cover charge is simply a free will donation, and once organizers make the money to pay the band, any excess will go to the Headwaters School of Music and Arts in Bemidji as a scholarship fund. Big thanks to Mandy and Dave for taking time out of their very busy schedule to chat with me. My name's Katie Carter, and this has been Area Voices. It's made possible by the Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota. Here is Sway Wild in their song, Gemini Moon. The stars on the roses, right? 
honesty. 